the rivalry is back on. One percent better every day, and one and zero. The set is the quarterback lined up behind center, takes a snap, going for a home run deep downfield, looking for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton makes the catch. He's in the 10, 5, doubles in the end zone, touchdown. Colts coming with pressure off the edge. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Brain the Juice podcast. I'm your host, Cody Fogger, and I'm doing this one solo because Derek Larger, usually my usual co-host, is a lucky guy, and he was on a cruise this week, so I'm a little bit jealous about that. But uh, yeah, for this episode, I wanted to do something a little bit uh, different than what I normally do. Uh, I know the last time I posted, I did a little bit of a top three uh, list and you guys really seem to like that so I thought I would do another one here now if you're on social media I posted about it last week this week I've just been down with the with the the sickness bug it took me out the pretty much all week uh, just kind of really haven't been able to do anything so I haven't really been able to record it all and so but today I wanted to do another top list this time I wanted to do top 10. I mean, I want to look back a little bit on the 2019 season. Obviously, it wasn't a season to really remember. The Colts, I mean, were under 500 again, and it just wasn't that great. But I, I wanted to kind of look back on that 2019 season and talk about my top 10 Indianapolis Colts from that season. And I wanted to start with 10 and go all the way down to number one. And so uh, I'll start before I start at number 10, I'll start with kind of my 10A and 10B, 10A being the person that I think uh, would be next in line if this person wasn't there um, or if somebody was off the list, they would they would slide in there 10 and then that then B would be the next person after that. So for 10B, I have Anthony Walker, uh, linebacker. He he's been solid for the Colts. I over, overall, I don't think that he's. You know, ultimately, like a game-changing type of player. I think he's a solid linebacker. I think the Colts like him a lot at that Mike linebacker position. Um, and I, I was tempted to put him on this list, but I just think there's other players who had a bigger impact in 2019. And keep in mind, this is in 2019 um, in terms of how the team you know turned out, and and this is how. I believe Walker stands. I believe he's 10B, so he would be, if I had a list of 20, he would be number 12 then. Um, so I'll have Walker there at 10B. For 10A, I have Zach Pascal, a guy that I talked about last on my last list. I thought he was a major, major overachiever for where we thought he was going to be because a lot of people thought that you know, during training camp last year, a lot of people were like, was Zach Pascal even going to make the team? And I think I even fell into that camp a little bit. I'm like, man, they – Zach Pascal and the Colts could really be parting ways after training camp and after the preseason. And so uh, he did a lot of great things this this 2019 season. He proved a lot of doubters wrong, and he probably earned himself a roster spot for the foreseeable future. But, you know, he just, just does not crack my list there at 10A. So moving on to now onto my list, number 10, I have tight end Jack Doyle, and he's just been doing it consistently for a long, long time. He earned his second Pro Bowl nod this year. 
And Doyle just does a lot of the little things really, really good. And I, I don't think he's, you know, when you think of great tight ends in the NFL, you typically don't put Jack Doyle in there with them um, because he's more of just a reliable tight end type of thing, type of player, and he doesn't really take the top off a of defense, if you will. I mean, he's not going to go run down there and out jump everybody and score a touchdown. That's just not Jack Doyle's game. He's more of, you know, make – make a five six yard catch and you know maybe get seven eight yards out of it and that that's about to the extent that jack doyle is but he's still a good good player for the colts i mean he's on the other side of 30 now he's been on the colts for a while now i think this is a second contract extension and so uh, he, he's still a reliable player like i mentioned and that's why i have him at number 10 he's not spectacular so i think 10 is probably a good spot for doyle at this point in his career and especially from 2019 uh for number nine so number nine and number eight, I could kind of flip, and I actually flip-flopped. I wrote them on my list, and I flip-flopped them. So I from number nine for me, I got Bobby Okariki, uh, rookie linebacker from Stanford, third-round pick, and he played a lot of the Sam linebacker, and not the typical Sam linebacker that we saw from the Colts in 2018, um, but he was on the field a lot more as opposed to what Matthew Adams was and Zaire Franklin were in 2018. He was on the field a lot more with Walker and Darius Leonard, and so – you know, coming into training camp, a lot of people were were wondering if Okariki was going to take that Mike linebacker spot away from Anthony Walker. And while he didn't do that, he really played well when he found his role there at the Sam linebacker. And I thought he continued to play really well. I know Pro Football Focus had him as one of the top ten Colts um, and probably one of the top rookies um, in the league last year. And, and he was just got. I felt like he got better as the games went on, as he learned the game more, um, as he got more acclimated to the nfl i thought he played really really well and you know who knows where he's going to play next whether that's you know whether he plays that sam linebacker position for a while or whether he he switches over to mike linebacker here soon who knows but regardless of that bobby okariki is still a really good player for the colts and a player that the colts should be really excited for i think a player the colts uh, really hit on in the third round um, and i think that he's going to be a good starter for a long time and i thought he had a pretty good impact there in 2019 and also for for number eight another rookie this guy was actually drafted after okariki in the fourth round a guy that i didn't think was really going to see a lot of time here in 2019 but he sure proved me and a lot of others wrong and that's Kari willis and willis was really really fantastic as a rookie i mean he played a lot. I mean, Clayton Gathers started for a little bit, and then, and then Willis really just took that strong safety position away, and he didn't relinquish it at all. And I thought he played really, really well as a rookie, and and especially as a fourth round pick, you don't really think those guys are going to be impact players right away, but he certainly was. And I thought that he played really fantastic as a rookie, and it's exciting to see now him in his second year going into this into Matty Abreflus's system to see how he continues to grow as a player, how he like Okariki continues to make an impact on this defense. Because I thought he played really well in 2019, and I think the sky's the limit for Willis moving forward. Uh, for number seven for me, uh, one of my personal favorite players on the Colts, Kenny Moore, um, a guy that you know a lot of people would consider undersized at 5'9", but he really, really plays well, and I think he 
he showed with his play on the field and also when he missed a, some time he's one of the best slot corners in the league bar none um, we really saw the drop off in the Colts slot I mean they didn't really have anybody that could do anything close to what Kenny Moore was able to do when he was on the field but when he was on the field he was probably the best player on the field for the Colts on the on the defensive side or one of them um, and, and Kenny Moore has just been you know he he has a fantastic story. He's just one of those guys that you want on your squad, um, and he just continues to work and continues to improve. And I think that he's going to continue to improve. Now the question is, can he stay healthy for sixteen games? And that's to be determined. But we will see. But you know, as it stands, Kenny Moore's still a young player, and and I think that he's going to continue to grow in, in strides. And so he that's why he makes the number seven for me. Number six for me, and you're going to notice a trend here as we get up towards the top. There are going to be a lot of offensive linemen. So number six for me is the start of that. I got Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly was really, uh, you know, he he played really well. I would say it's his best season was in 2019. I think that he's proved that he's not, if not the best, one of the best centers in the league. I think he really elevated his game again. Um, he's just proving time and time again that he's one of the few Ryan Grigson picks that really panned out. But, I mean, let's face it, um, the fans were basically pressuring Ryan Grigson to draft Ryan Kelly there in that draft. So Kelly makes the list for me at six. Number five, uh, running back Marlon Mack, who eclipsed 1,000 yards uh, for the first time since Frank Gore did it a couple years ago. And Mack uh, really... You know he's really come on as a player drafted the fourth round in 2017. Um, he's just seen a steady increase in his stats every single year, and uh, I thought Mac played at a top ten back level all year, um, if if not better. And and Marlon Mack is a really nice player that the Colts can move forward, and he's really young still, so he still has plenty of tread on those tires, and he's probably going to get a contract extension to, extension soon, which is a. Uh, a very very good thing for Mac and a good thing for the Colts. I think um, he's just going to continue to get better, and and if he can stay healthy, I think he can be easily one of the better backs in the league for a long time. So that's why he makes number five for me there. Um, number four for me, I got another offensive lineman, left tackle Anthony Costanzo, probably the most underrated Colt on the roster. And a player that a lot of people don't talk about. Well, they're talking about him a little more this offseason because he's contemplating retirement. But throughout his entire career, he was drafted in 2011. Throughout his entire career, he just has not been talked about. He hasn't even had a Pro Bowl selection at all. And Costanzo uh, has just been one of the best left tackles in the league consistently. And especially this last couple of years, he's really stepped up his game and elevated his game. And I feel like he's still continuing to improve even around age 30. It's kind of crazy. Um, but, you know, he's still he was fantastic again. He's a, you know an elite run blocker and he's getting really good in pass protection as well. And Costanzo is just one of those players that you don't talk about, but you absolutely need on your offensive line. And uh, the Colts better hope that he decides to come back because uh, it's not easy to replace it. Well, you know, top 10 left tackle in the league and that's exactly what Costanzo is and he proved that again in 2019 so that's why he makes number four for me there uh, number three for me it was this is a guy that was brought over in free agency one of only a two I believe big name brought over in free agency the other one being Devin Funches and that's Justin Houston I thought Justin Houston was fantastic as a Colt in 2019 he had double digit sacks 
and something the Colts have really lacked is is a, you know a double digit sack guy and so Houston definitely fit that bill and I thought that he was really really good all year long you know not just in pass rushing but also in stopping the run and so that's why he makes number three for me he's just one of the you know I would say he was he made probably the most impact on that defensive line bar none in 2019 um, number two for me I mean, I think number two and number one should be pretty obvious, but number two for me was definitely Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard, you know, what can you say? Ever since he was drafted in the second round, he's been doubted. He's been, you know, throughout his entire career, really, throughout his entire life, um, he's had people doubting him, saying that he can't do it. And time and time again, he's approved that he can do it. And so Leonard continues to do it. You know, he's been a first-team All-Pro in 2018 and now you know, second-team All-Pro in 2019. Thought he played really, really well. Again, he's you know the heart and soul of that defense, and he's just a fantastic player all the way around. So, um, you know, he's going to continue to get better, and he actually made the Pro Bowl this year. Can you believe that? So, Darius Slinder makes number two for me, and for number one, I think it's pretty obvious. Offensive guard Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame, uh, drafted in 2018. He's been nothing short of spectacular since he's been drafted by the Colts. Unfortunately, the guard position is not the position where you get recognized the most. But, you know, I would say out of any offensive guard, Quentin Nelson definitely gets probably the most recognition just because he's so good. He's been first team all pro ever since he was drafted um, in 2018. So twice now he's been first team all pro pro bowler. Um, I would argue the best guard in football now. And he's just continuing to get better and better. I would say his 2019 season was even better than his 2018 season. And that's what you want to see. Steady improvement. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy to think that Quentin Nelson can still get better, but he can. And uh, he's continuing to, to play as, you know, if he continues on this trend, a Hall of Famer, honestly. And I know that's kind of a, wow, that, that's a big statement, but... I mean, really, he he's been fantastic. He's played as one, you know, if he continues to play at this level all throughout his career, a good majority of his career, that's definitely Hall of Fame worthy. And so he makes my list there at number one. So that's my list. Who do you guys have? Who's the guy that I missed? I might have missed somebody. But who, who do you guys have as your top 10 Colts of 2019? Make sure to leave those in the comments below. And as always, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, and go Colts!